Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the Conversation Station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. Hello and welcome to the Sports Lounge Live this Sunday evening, October, what is it? 13th, 13th Sunday evening. 13th, 13th. What's the episode number, lucky, Chris? Lucky 13. Yeah, lucky 13. 62. Okay. 62. All right, so okay. it is October 13th, and it's show number 62 on Sports Lounge Live as we keep rolling along. Uh, happy uh, uh, Columbus Day, Leif Erickson Day, Native American Day, whatever you choose. It's sort of like Christmas. You can have uh, Christmas, Canadian Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Canadian Thanksgiving. Canadian can- Thanksgiving. Uh, happy. And we have had some listeners up in Canada, and uh, hopefully, Bill, when we get to our break, will uh, check us out and nice to hear well, where getting, people are listening. They're getting their turkeys ready and listen. To That's that. right. Uh, right. And, and, and ready they're for preparing our, for an election, too. So Yeah, they're going to have an election. They're going to have hockey tomorrow and yep. a lot of hockey to watch. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is good. So we've got to, basically our agenda kind of uh, slides into a, a, a sameness this time of year, but it's a great sameness because we always start with the NFL and then we go to baseball because the postseason is rolling along. And then we will do uh, the NBA China story. We'll get uh, the next part of that because, of course, we started to talk about that last week as it was just breaking, but we've got more on that now. And then uh, maybe a couple other odds and ends uh, towards the end of the program. College uh, football. College football, forgot about it. Yeah, before we do the NBA, we're going to do college football, of course, and some interesting games yesterday. And uh, then, uh, But right now, we're going to hear from Sean, who will get us started with our all our well, facts and figures for the early part of the show. Well, first of all, we would like to let you know that you can join us at any time, either by downloading the Zoom app, or you can dial 646-876-9923. Then when you come in, you do 287 723 4600, hit the pound key twice, you're there. Uh, star 9, raise your hand on the phone. Alt Y on the computer, the more key on your uh, smartphone. Also, if you know of anybody listening, you know, just if you're on a Google device, you have to tell them to play radio station Legend Oldies. Just want to clear that up. Normally you say play Legend Oldies, but if you have friends that listen on Google, they have to say play radio station Legend Oldies. And if you want to interact with us anytime throughout the week, go to 712-432-3642. Then... Go hit five from the main menu. Go to bulletin board number nine. That is the Sports Lounge bulletin board. And board 13 is where you get all your TV schedules, your XM schedules, all of that stuff. So that's ways that you can communicate and find out what's going on throughout the week. So we had an interesting week in the NFL kind of, well, it was weird at the beginning a little bit, but really interesting in the late game. So let's get on into some NFL. Let's and by the way, in. Robert Herrick is here, too. We, we He is our fourth post. He's just not on the promo yet. Let's ringside but, uh, Robert. If he, yeah. if, if ringside Robert, Robert Herrick. And, and, and if he stays for another 62 weeks, uh, he'll maybe get on the promo. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, one of these decades. Yeah, yeah right. So before okay, we so hit Perry the... Is here. 
before we hit the, the scores uh, from this okay. week, let's clean up one story from last week. We uh, reported to you that Cairo Santos had a rather interesting week last week, kicking that he had missed uh, a lot of kicks. Well, uh, he did not survive. He is out as the kicker of the Tennessee Titans, and they have brought in, this will ring a bell to our Bears fans, Cody Parkey to be their kicker. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tennessee. my. <clears throat> so, oh, yeah. Well, we didn't Cody find Parkey's. out whether he could kick or not today because they got shut out. So we, they certainly you know, did. We'll get, still out. And we'll get to that in a few minutes. But let's start on Thursday night. And uh, the Patriots beat the Giants 35-14. to 14. And I thought, Chris, just by listening to a little bits and pieces of this, I was switching back and forth from this to baseball. It, the game was a little bit closer than that until late in the game. It was. What happened was it was 14-14 at halftime. The Patriots, they were suffering injuries uh, as time went on. Of course, um, Philip Dorsett wasn't playing to start with, and later on Josh Gordon got hurt. Uh, you already didn't have Burkhead, so you didn't have all your offensive weapons. And, uh, uh, you know, so the, they were kind of uh, hanging in there. The defense was playing great, as it does. This is, uh, I'm telling you, it's the Super Bowl cal- caliber defense, and they were playing great. And uh, that's what kept them in the game. At, at uh, you know, they were behind for parts of the time, but then they got the running game going. They kind of established the offense and figured out what they were going to do. They've been the key uh, the last two weeks. They've really been key on adjusting in the, for the second half. And as it turned out, if you look at the games, the scores, they beat the Redskins 33-14. They beat the Giants 35-14. But the Giants game was much closer and more competitive. The Giants gave them a really good first half. But the Patriots just, you know, too too much talent for the Giants who are still rebuilding. And uh, the Patriots, you know, despite the injuries, uh, you know, did have uh, the ability to pull away. And, of course, they've got an extra day off because they're going to be – we'll run the schedule down later, but they're going to do the Monday night game at the Jets. So they got a, an extra – almost – it's like a buy, almost a buy. You know, when you've got the 11 or 12, yeah. it's like a half buy. So they should be healthier when they come back for that game. Then this morning, we had a game in uh, London that started at 9.30 Eastern. The Panthers beat the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers 37-26. Uh, to be honest, Jameis Winston had what one would call a miserable game. He had five picks and a yep. fumble. Yeah, six turnovers. Uh, you get good Jameis or bad Jameis. Two weeks ago in Los Angeles, you got good Jameis. This week, you got bad Jameis. And uh, this game was not as close as the score looks. It was 34-10 to 10 at one point. And, one of the uh, best lines I heard on this was uh, talking about on the pregame show. It was uh, on the Fox pregame show. I think it was either Tony Gonzalez or Dave Wanstead said, he found a Piggly Wiggly in London, so he sold some crab legs. That's what he was saying. <laughs> well, okay. uh, yeah, no, that game was interesting to listen to this morning, but uh, he also got sacked seven times. So, you know, right. you, you, you wonder at, at what Robert, point. did you get up at 630 in the morning to listen to this game? Really? Uh, no, I didn't. But when I woke up, I put it on. All right, that's so. good. For, good. That's good. <laughs> you wonder at what point, though, are the Buccaneers going to have to decide, look, look, this guy just may not be the answer. Well, I, I think at the end of this year, because they picked up his fifth-year option, which he's playing out, and I have a feeling that they'll cut him loose and they'll be looking for another quarterback. God, time just, flies. Five years for this guy, huh? Yeah, just, just, yeah. Like, just like Marcus Mariota, he may be in the same boat in Tennessee as we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Seahawks 32, Browns 28. This was a back-and-forth game. This and, uh, was a good game. Uh, Baker was. Mayfield was uh, critical of the officials at the end, and I... I Sean, is Baker Mayfield known? I mean, you know him better. Probably you've heard more about him than any of us have. Is he really this much of a whiner? 
Oh, Baker Mayfield is a trash talker, a whiner, a crybaby. Uh, he's done it. He, he did it. That's part of the reason why he didn't get the scholarship at Texas Tech. When he didn't get the scholarship, he was crying there. He went to OU. Uh, you know, this guy is still trash talking his old, I mean, high school rival. He's trash talking high school players which are not even connected to him because, yes, his high school, Lake Travis, and Austin, Austin Westlake had the big rivalry game, the Battle of the Lakes. It's always the same weekend as Texas OU. And he was trash-talking the high school players from Westlake going, you'll never make it. There's only been two players. So yeah, he's a whiny little. Well, we ain't gonna say what he is a whiny little. You right. know what? But but wow. talking about but talking about the game. I mean, the game was very good. I mean, both teams. It was back and forth. Oh and, yeah, very good. And uh, you know the was... the Browns. I think there was probably a little bit of reason for some angst with the officiating, but I think both teams could have done that because the Browns, they had the, the touchdown like on, what was it, Chris, about the half-yard line that they took yep. off the board, and eventually they yep. got it, but yep. then the, the Seahawks went right down the field and got the, the game winner with, I believe, about 350 left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. The Browns had the lead most of the time. They got off to a quick start, but they've got issues with penalties. They've got issues with, the, you know, this coach you know, who the heck is he? That's what everybody said when they hired him. And, and I think, you know, as much as they've been improved and we, we talked about them coming into the season, maybe they make the playoffs, they're 2-4. and four. If the Steelers win tonight, they'll be tied with them. So as much as we've been saying, hey, the Steelers are terrible, the Browns are playing well, that's not really the way it's been. The Browns have lost all three games to the West, uh, the West, uh, the NFC West, and yep. that's what's uh, put them into this. Uh, you know, they beat the Jets, and uh, I forget who else they beat, but you know, they've got uh, a really I, good. Um, uh, well, and, and remember, and remember, this Devlin Hodges, who's playing for the Steelers tonight, he did not play badly last week. He didn't. No. That's why they've got a chance in, San, in Los Angeles. We'll get to that later, of course. Yeah. We we certainly will. Texans 31, Chiefs 24. This was a good game, too. A little bit of a back-and-forth thing. The Chiefs had the lead, and then the Texans took the lead and ended up winning the game. Yeah, this surprised me because, you know, you just said, all right, last week the Chiefs were suffering a bunch of injuries, similar to the Patriots' first half that I talked about earlier. They were suffering injuries. They couldn't overcome it. You know, the, the Colts got them. And on the road, and uh, well, here we are. We're home. This is one of the loudest home stadiums in the in the league, and they're just going to get this done. And and they got Tariq Hill back, who played a good game. Uh, Mahomes had a great first half, but all of a sudden, Deshaun Watson got going. Uh, Carlos Hyde uh, was was a big factor, and you know they really uh, the the Texans just came in and and took it away from them. They've been a strange team. They've lost a couple of clunkers, but they've they played very well in New Orleans. They, they you know they won that game last week on the road. Uh, the Texans are are, are really uh, showing people something right now. You know, yes, and one thing are. to remember too: um, the Chiefs, if they want to be a one or whatever seed, they better pick it up because, yeah, the Patriots' schedule may get a little bit tougher down the road, but it's not real tough right now. So the Chiefs better pick this up if they want to stay in the hunt. That That's right. Correct. The Patriots play the Browns after they play the Jets, and then you know the Patriots ought, they could easily. Be eight zero before the bye week. It doesn't mean they that's will right. be, but it could easily be eight zero, and that's pretty hard to overcome. Yes. Redskins seventeen, Dolphins sixteen. The uh, Dolphins. There we go again. In the in the fourth <laughs> quarter, they were down seventeen to three. They benched uh, Josh Rosen, brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick, and yes, Fitzmagic is alive. He brought him back. They scored two touchdowns, and what but they, they went for but they went for two with six seconds to go to win, <laughs> and they missed. 
How and many? Bill all right. Callahan is Bill Callahan is one and zero. Bill Callahan is one and zero. And, and, and actually, this said. might be the time for me to ask Robert the question. Robert, you've had many coaches go through the swinging doors of Raider Nation over the past few years. Where does Bill Callahan fit into the mix as, with the coaches that you had? You know, uh, he's one of the worst. So okay. uh, Daniel Snyder did not improve. He's in uh, He's Dan, Daniel Snyder did not improve his situation. And what I find weird about this story is apparently uh, Daniel Snyder has instructed his GM to contact the Pittsburgh Steelers and offer them as many number one draft picks as possible because they, uh, he wants to trade for Mike Tomlin. If Mike I, Tomlin, first of all, I don't think Mike Tomlin is you know would would do that. I think he'd resign before he'd go. That would be like saying in baseball, okay, you're going to be you know with with one of the top franchises. Now you're going to go to the uh, Marlins or the Orioles, right? I mean, it's ridiculous. The Steelers have a good as much as as Tomlin, and he could easily uh, you know fit in in Washington because he loves uh, you know discontent in his locker room. He's he's not run a good locker room the last couple no, of years. No. Things have gotten away from, him. and maybe that's what their thought is that that the Steelers might be a little disenchanted. But if you're Daniel Snyder, well, how dumb are you? Do you want to bring in somebody? Don't you want to bring in somebody who's going to have a stable locker room, who's maybe had experience? Well, I, I don't one, of the other na- one of the other names that they're talking about is Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, and, they, and he and he's the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. If if you believe what you hear, Alex Marvez was talking about this this morning on the uh, Tailgate Show on XM, and he said he has heard that yes, the Mike Tomlin story is true, and here are the other two names that are on the top of the list: Tomlin, of course. Todd Bowles right. oh my and, God. Greg, and Greg Williams. Yeah, and Todd Bowles is now the defensive coordinator in Tampa. And I don't yeah, know where work, Greg that's Williams working out really uh, well. is. Gre- I think Greg Williams is with the Jets. Okay. Yes, he is. Well, that's working yes, out well, too. So. And, of course, we talked about this last week right in the show. We said... Jay Gruden is probably going to be the first one, and what? Yeah. What? Not even three hours after we got off right. here. That's and it right. sounds like the rumor. It sounds like the rumor with Jay Gruden. He is going to take the rest of the season off, and then he's going to join John Gruden with the Raiders. Uh, yes, that's what I've heard. The brothers. But going once to again, I have to do my weekly rant about this foolishness that that continues in the NFL. Now it's almost a macho thing. It's like I got to go for the win because the other coaches will think I'm a, a wimp if I don't, and the other players will think I'm a wimp. And so you go for the forty percent chance of the two-pointer to win the game as opposed to the 50% chance of taking it to overtime. That's not how you coach a sport if you want to win the game. Well, I suppose what what they would tell you, Chris, is any more of the Two points can't be that much worse than the extra points because they're missing no. them like flies around well, the league. They are, and yeah, we had a game like that today too. But I'm just saying, you know, you 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 just go, you lengthen the game, you and you're home and everything. You don't have to, you know. This is this is crazy, and you know, and, and everybody was so proud of them. Oh well, they're zero and five. Why not go for it? Well, those Redskins are zero and five too. You know, so uh, you know, just just uh, kick the ball and uh, and. But this is getting to be an epidemic of stupidity, is what I'm. It, saying. it really is. Okay. Uh, Vikings 38, Eagles 20. That game wasn't that close either, to be honest with you. No, the Vikings no, controlled this game the whole way. They did. And, uh, you know, uh, Cousins, about, I have him on my fantasy team, and about once a month, and I played him today, about once a month he has a game like this, and you say, boy, this is great. This guy can really play. But once a month, see, that's the difference between a Brady and a Breeze and a Rodgers and, and a Cousins. Cousins can do it, but he can only do it once a month. And so well, you can't you can't win a, win a, you know hang your hat on a guy that can only get this done once every three or four weeks. 
my question is, and I know we don't have any Eagles fans on the panel, but what has happened to the Philadelphia Eagles? They were playing so well, and today they laid an egg. Well, they have a lot. They have a lot of injuries too. A lot of injuries. They do, and and by, and by know, the way, next... just for just for what I know, we have at least one hand, and I see it, and I'm in my other window, so we'll get to the hands at, in a little bit here. Right. Um, but but uh, what I was going to say is, we're going to have, and we're going to talk about the schedule. But the uh, Cowboys and the Eagles are going to meet next uh, Sunday night, and yes, you know, and they, all in all, they're where they need to be because they're three and three, and so are the Cowboys. So the right. season is still in front of them. They haven't. You know, no, nothing is beyond the Eagles or the Cowboys to do right now. They're they're right. both three and three, tied for the division lead. Mm-hmm. Saints thirteen, Jaguar six. This was a kind of a defensive struggle, but the Saints ended up yeah. pulling it out. And Teddy Bridgewater is now four and zero since replacing four and zero. And and you know, this is uh, this is good. And the Saints, you know, their defense is a good defense, and they've played good defense. They they shut down the Cowboys a few weeks ago, twelve to ten or whatever that was. And this time they finally got a touchdown. Uh, Minshew, they made him, what they were saying is they kind of made him really look like he didn't know what he was doing out there for the first time. He looks pretty smooth. But, you know, he's still a young quarterback, and the Saints were able to throw enough wrinkles at him. And I think Sean Payton is, you know, I don't know whether it's going to be the the 49er coach or Sean Payton or what, but uh, in the NFC, and I don't, I forget, did they do coach of the year by the conference? I think they Uh, did. No, they only do do one. Just one for the the league. Well, Sean Payton is is right there because you lose your star quarterback and you're 4-0 and uh, building a real, you know, uh, they in Carolina, uh, you know, and we talked about them, they won four in a row. Saints have won four in a row. Mm -hmm. So those are the the beasts of the South, uh, shall we say. Yeah, and and, uh, both. Both Teddy Bridgewater and Kyle Allen are making themselves some money for next year. <laughs> yep, somewhere or another, whether they're still yep. with those teams or what. Yes. Ravens twenty three, Bengals seventeen. The Bengals uh, got off to a seven nothing lead right away, and back came the Ravens. And uh, yep. we weren't able to put the game in the barn for a while, but eventually, no, no it, it was one, one of those actually. The Bengals. It kind of drifted. It kind of drifted off uh, the radar screen because it really nothing much was happening there because the the Ravens were. I think the Ravens were were in control after the beginning of the game, but uh, the Bengals uh, did get off to a good start with that quick uh, kickoff return. But they've they've got some real issues, and and I realized I didn't realize that what the coach's name is, and uh, he is named after a president, Zach Taylor, and uh, that that's not one of our famous phrases. This isn't like George Washington or John Kennedy. No. Or, Nope. FDR here. This is just a very run-of-the-mill president he's named after. So uh, this was not like seeking a winning name. The vibrations were not good in, in name uh, recognition and hiring. Well, Mike, Mike Brown Mike Brown never likes to pay anybody on the Bengals, including his coaches. Right. Well, that's right. Well, here we go. I don't like this score, but I must report it. 49ers 20, Browns or uh, Rams, I should say, 7. Yep. And the 49ers, they were kind of in control of this game, too. Yeah, they were. The Rams marched right down the field, though, at the beginning, and they took the seven nothing lead. And Robert yeah. Woods ran it in, and then after, and then the Forty ers came back, and you say, "Oh boy, we're in for a real barn burner." But then the Forty ers shut them down. I mean, yeah, that was that was it. Well, look, uh, as everybody knows, I'm not a Forty er fan, but their their defense the last couple of weeks, both against the Browns and the Rams, they they have looked like Super Bowl caliber defense. They they have uh, they have shut these teams down, and of course. They play. Uh, they play the Redskins next week. Uh, uh, 
Boy, if Sean Payton doesn't get coach of the year, uh, Kyle Shanahan should be highly considered. Yeah, there you One go. Of these two, Kyle Shanahan and Sean Payton are yeah. definitely the two top candidates for coach right now. Yeah, and yeah. and we now still have the two undefeated teams, the uh, Dolphins, the what are left of them. They've had a rough year of uh, passing, yeah. but uh, they well, the guys that are left uh, can't do the drink the champagne yet. The Patriots and Forty Nine ers still undefeated. Yep. Cardinals 34, Falcons 33, and just like every week we have this happen, the uh, Cardinals are in control. Back come the Falcons. They scored to tie the game, and Matt Bryant misses the tie-breaking extra. That's why I always say you should go for two. Oh, no. So the Falcons, because he missed the, the extra point to tie the game, the Falcons lose the game 34-33, and, and that would be That's the argument right. that the coaches will give you, Chris. Is, is, That's right. Yeah. Oh, come on. You know, this is, I, I realize that the extra point's more problematic, but you do get many more of those than you get. You get about 80 to 90% of the extra points, and you get about 40. I, I promise you, it's 40% of the uh, – that they said it's 40% for the two-pointers. So, and, and you and just kind of set did up it, an overtime. And, and since I did it last week, I'm going to do it again this week. Uh, Dan Quinn will be the next coach that goes. Okay, well, you think they're going to fire him uh, right while we were on the air? Uh, no, but uh, just like I said with John Gruden, I mean, uh, Jay Gruden last week, right. uh, you know, yeah. Dan, well, Dan, Quinn, Dan Quinn looks like he's the next one to go. Now, I don't know yeah. if it'll happen during the season because Arthur Blank doesn't work that way, but if any coach deserves to go who's left, uh, he'd be the next one on, well, the, on the chopping if, if he block. Goes, if he goes after making that decision, I will applaud his last decision because I would have kicked the point, too. And, uh, you know, you got to assume that a Matt Bryan, who's one of the all-time kickers in this league, been around 10 years between yeah. Tampa Bay and Atlanta, you got to figure he's going to kick the extra, extra point. So uh, that, that was the right decision, and players have to execute. What was it? Which coach was it said? Somebody said, what did you think of your team's execution? And he said, I think it's a good idea. I was favor of it. Oh, <laughs> Was that somebody? Ditka? Wasn't that Bum Phillips or somebody? Or uh, Bum Phillips. No, no. I think it was Bum Phillips. It yeah. was Bum Phillips. It was yeah. Bum Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Broncos beat the Titans 16 nothing. Marcus Mariota was benched. They went to Ryan Tannehill, but unfortunately for the Titans, it got no better. Uh, no. And, ju- and just like with Jameis Winston earlier, uh, the Titans picked up his fifth year option, and I think he'll be on his way out oh, at the end done. of at the end of the season. And John Elway yeah. says, uh, by the way, that they are not looking to trade any players because they are going to win now, he says. I Well, they won well, two in a row, but I wouldn't... They won I wouldn't two in a row, and they've gotten themselves... I mean, hey, for what it's yeah. worth, they've gotten themselves back into the division race. But uh, since he said that, that ought to take care of their chances of winning on Thursday night against <laughs> yeah. Kansas City. Yeah. And the trade deadline, remember, is October 29th. Yes, that is. is correct. Yep. Jets 24, Cowboys 22. It was 24-9 to for the longest time, and then the Cowboys yes, came was. back right at the end, and they scored, and they had to go for two, and they missed it. And yep. I, I, I never saw this coming. The, the winless Jets against the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. wow. I, you know. Well, the Cowboys are, you know, they've got a lot of injury. They were talking at the end of the game, Brad Sham and Babe Lothenberg, about a lot of the injuries they've got. But a lot of teams have injuries, and they were just saying, you know, this, this is uh, not the team you would have expected. They weren't really making excuses. They're giving reasons. They're reporting injuries. You know, you've got to report them. And people say, oh, you're, you're crying, you're whatever. But everybody's got them. But, they, you know, it depends on the key places that they are. And some, some you've got to have people in place to overcome, like Teddy Bridgewater or yep. Kyle Allen or something like that. And if you don't, well, that's where you run into trouble. And remember, yep. Chris, they also said that Amari Cooper did not play after the first quarter. And that, prob- that probably made some difference. 
Yeah, I'm sure it did. But yeah. this was one of those games when you have those knockout pools. And what they are is when you have to pick a different team each week and, you know, you stay in as long as that team keeps winning. That's that right. ended many knockout pools because yeah. many people had the Cowboys over the Jets uh, way back when, looking down the road, say, I'll pick this team, that team. But I'm saving yeah. the Cowboys for when they play the Jets. Well, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. And, of course, tonight, Steelers and Chargers, that's just underway. And the Lions and the Packers at 8.15 tomorrow night. So, Chris, why don't you rattle off the schedule for next week, and I'll get back over here to my window. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want him to you know, look, go look at your window there, Perry. Okay, we got uh, starting on Thursday night, all times Eastern, of course. We have Kansas City at Denver. And as I said, uh, John Elway may have put the kiss of death on him now. Uh, that's at 8.20 p.m., and that's on uh, the NFL Network and on Fox. For Sunday... Uh, there's a typo in the schedule. We have <laughs> we have the Chargers playing uh, two uh, twi- two different teams on uh, Sunday, according to this schedule. But I found out from Miss A that the L.A. Rams are going to go and play Atlanta at 1 p.m. on Fox. Miami at Buffalo, 1 p.m. on CBS. Jacksonville at Cincinnati, 1 p.m. on CBS. That might be that might be where the Bengals could sneak out a win. We'll see. Minnesota at Detroit, 1 p.m. on Fox. We'll see how Detroit does coming off that that uh, short week, but at least they get to stay home, so that's helpful to them. The Raiders are going to be at Green Bay, 1 p.m. CBS. Houston at Indianapolis, 1 p.m. on CBS. Uh, Arizona at the Giants, 1 p.m. on Fox. So you're going to have the uh, battle between Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones, two, two young quarterbacks uh, facing off in uh, New Jersey. We have San Francisco at Washington, 1 p.m. on Fox. And again, it looks like a no-brainer, and the Niners should win it. And I probably will settle down and pick the uh, pick uh, the, the Niners. But, you know, that's just the kind of game after you see that Cowboy game, you say, you know, this is just the way this season's going. Uh, then we get to the late games. At uh, 4.05, we have the Chargers at Tennessee, and that's on CBS. We have and New Orleans at Chicago. That should be a good game, 4.25 p.m. on Fox. Baltimore at Seattle, 425 p.m. on Fox. Uh, so that's a little different. That would normally be a CBS game, but it's a Fox game. Philadelphia at Dallas, that we were talking about, 820 p.m. on NBC, and that's going to be for the NFC East lead in uh, you know Texas Stadium or whatever they call it. Uh, Jerry, Jerry World. World. Jerry World, whatever. AT&T Stadium. AT&T yeah. Stadium. And, and then on Monday night, we have the uh, Patriots at the Jets, 8, uh, 15 p.m. on ESPN. The bye teams for next week are Carolina. Of course, they're in London. Cleveland, who I think uh, needs uh, – Baker Mayfield needs to rest his hip anyway. He got a little banged <laughs> up today. Uh, Tampa Bay, who was also in London, and Pittsburgh after tonight's game in San Diego in uh, Los Angeles against the Chargers. All righty. Well, before we take our break, let us get our hands real quick. And Pam, go ahead. Hi, everybody. Um, hey, hello. I, I'm hoping that, that somebody. I I heard you uh, allude to the Chiefs game this afternoon. I didn't get to hear as much of it as a, as I would like to do due to the fact that I was preparing for a radio show. Um. Anyway, do you guys know of any notable injuries other than Chris Jones? I know. I heard uh, no, no. I think that was the only. No, one. nobody. No, no other notable injuries. It was just Chris Jones was the only. Because I listened to that pretty much start to finish, and, and uh, I, that was the only. I, w- I would not want to be the Denver Broncos because the, I, the I wouldn't either. 
No, because Kansas no. City's lost two in a row, and both of them at home, and uh, they're going to go into Denver and and uh, take advantage of the Broncos. They, they should. I think it'll be a good game, though. I think that uh, divisional games are always close, and uh, and Denver's got a good home crowd and all that. And well, this is their big game I of the know, year. I know that Pat Mahomes' ankle is messed up, but I didn't know. I thought I heard them. It wasn't bothering him too much. It wasn't yeah. bothering him as much as I. I mean, from what I checked out of it, it was not bothering him a whole lot. Uh, I it uh, it bothered him throughout the game, but he was able to play through it. Yeah, he played through it. He played. He through did. It. That's easy. He did. Shelly, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that Dallas game. I just the Jets. Where I these are the games that it's like Chris said. It's like our great minds, Chris. You just don't know what to do sometimes. These are the games that chime in souls. That's what they say. That's what the saying is. Yes, came back, but not quick enough. No, and uh, you know you you you, and you got a team now that uh, you know the Jets are going to say next week. I mean, hey, the 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 Patriots are are familiar with them. That's always the thing too. If you're playing a team you only play every four years, which is what you do when you play an interconference game, it can be a little tougher to play a game like that. When you play a divisional foe like the Chiefs in Denver, like the Patriots and Jets, you you do kind of expect on the road or not that the the better team, the more talented team, should win the game. But uh, these kind of games can just come up and bite you in the butt, uh, you know. And that's certainly what happened. I was surprised at Tennessee and Denver as well. Really, That's right. I had picked Tennessee. I had picked Tennessee. I had a bad late day. I'm just saying. Me too. Yeah. Three out of yeah. four. I lost. Yeah. Jerry, you're yeah, you're going to take us into the break after your call, Jerry. So make it good. The pressure is on. Okay. Well, it gives me hope for the Eagles uh, next week. Dallas losing. Well, we don't know what the, uh, Chris Ramsey's Redskins won, though. Hopefully, he'll be back on Wednesday. But yep. he talks about the Redskins. So that should cheer him up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yep. Is that it? Okay. How about oh any you Pittsburghers, uh, Western Pennsylvania folks? Any any Steelers score yet? I don't know. I'll ask. Uh, I don't. Know if I'll I'll get it during. I'll get it during the break, Chris. Okay. So yeah. no. Why don't right. we take our two minute time out and we shall return. Let's see who we can say hello to here. Palatine, Illinois. One of those Canadians in Montreal, Quebec, Chris. Happy, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. St. Louis, Missouri. You know where they got to be crossing their fingers right now. Yeah, they're a little sad right now. Alexa, stop. Wabasso, Wisconsin. Let's uh, see. Lamita, California. They were here last right. week. Okay. Little Rock, Arkansas. Say hello, okay. Little Rock. Warren, Michigan. We're big in Michigan. Oh, okay. we are. Another St. Louis. Good. Oh, two St. Louis. Uh, Another okay. Little well, Rock. That's good. All right. So we might have Jim and Marlene and, um, oh, what's his name? The guy from Detroit that moved Leonard, to St. Louis. Leonard. Leonard. Yeah. Leonard. It might be Leonard. And then we're yeah. going to go to we'll, Reynoldsburg. We'll them just in general principles anyway. They're friends of ours. So they right. Are. Yeah. We're going to go to Reynoldsburg, Ohio, right okay. outside of Columbus. Okay. And here's a new one, North Olmsted, Ohio, which is just on the west side of Cleveland, Ohio. So Okay. Well, right. sorry about your brown. Uh, then we go to Minneapolis. And then... Akron, Ohio. Same Mary Northeast Ohio. Ohio. Happening in Ohio, yeah. Yeah, all right. Allen Park, Michigan, and then we're going to go to 
Then we're going to go way across to Europe over into Germany again. Oh, yep. good. And that's sure. pretty much it. Okay. Good. And, and, I, did, and, and I, did get the, uh, I did get the scores during the break, Chris. The football and the baseball game are both scoreless. Okay. All right. So, and wait, before uh, we do before we do baseball, he, uh, Jamal yep. has his hand up. So let's get Jamal. Hey Jamal, quick. the go Bears ahead, didn't lose Jamal. today. Yeah, Bears didn't uh, lose. Go ahead, Jamal. Well, they, they didn't lose or win today, but <laughs> a couple of observations here. I, why would Daniel Snyder want to trade for Mike Tomlin when chances are he was going to dump him at the end of the season anyway? That's well, and, rem- and remember, Jamal, uh, the Steelers only gave him a one-year contract extension, and the reason why they did that is is because uh, players don't want to play for a lame duck coach. And I suspect if Pittsburgh does not make the playoffs, he will get dumped. So if he wanted to go to Washington, and I don't, and I don't believe they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. So they're going to give him the Joe Madden treatment. Number one. Right. Number two. Number two, if it's any other, one more coach you need to put in a firing chair, so Robert is Freddie Kitchen. Uh, well, the, pro- the problem is they just hired him in Cleveland, and well, I and I don't think that owner really knows what he's doing. So I don't. Uh, no, I think I think it's going to be a year. They're going to give me. Yeah, they'll keep him for through next year. Yeah, I think well, well, uh, I think I'm, Quinn Quinn's know, in trouble. Quinn's in trouble. We'll have an opening in Washington. Of course, we'll have some other openings. You know, you don't know what's going to happen in some of these other places because, you know, uh, they may just say, hey, we're only going to have this coach for one year in Cincinnati or whatever. I mean, you know, we just uh, some some guys just can't be. I, I don't know. An- another one that might be in trouble because they've been so inconsistent this year is Mike Zimmer. What do you guys think? No. It, pro- no. it, it probably depends. Yeah. I think with Mike Zimmer, it's going to depend on how they finish. Okay. That's what the quarterbacks y'all were talking about as well. I also think, I'm not worried. Let's say that Kyle Allen keeps winning. Could you also see Carolina at the end of the season letting Cam Newton walk? Absolutely. Well, I, th- I think they might yep. let him walk anyway because of his injury status. Um, right. And, of course, that's a way they can get out of that contract. And Allen has proven so far that uh, every team he's played, he's been able to be pretty good at. So, you know. What do you hear about for next week between uh, Trubisky playing or uh, uh, Daniel? Trubi- uh, Trubisky playing? is going to play next week. Yes. He, okay. Well, well, that's, well I, I hope he's healthy enough to play. And I am going to say this. If the Bears' defense are firing on all cylinders, even as good as Bridgewater's played, I like their chances at home against the North. I do too. I do too. I'll be picking oh, yeah. the Bears. I'll be picking the Bears. And after what the performance that Sam Donald put on today against the Cowboys, granted that he'll be going up in class against the Patriots, but that's going to be a lot closer than people think. Patriots and Jets play close games. I'm not well. This year they didn't. The first game was not close. Generally they do. I I think that this will be my my kind of game on this would be about a 27-17. They'll wear them down at the end. A little little like the Giants game, but not a little bit closer. That that's my uh, guess on this. 27-20, 27-23. You know, but it's going to be. But 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 that's going to be closer than people think. I'm not making any predictions, but. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, Donald kind of opened 
Yeah, but well, yeah, really yeah, he's you know he's a good he's a good young quarterback, and of the of the group that came in last year, he may be the best one. I, I you'd have to he's certainly doing better than Rosen. He's been doing uh, Josh Allen's been okay, but I think Dar- Darnold might be the guy that uh, is actually the best quarterback that comes out of that class. But we'll have to so see. Far. So we far, so far. So Chris, we're we're about forty baseball. minutes in, so we should probably hit the baseball stuff. So why don't you go ahead and yeah. recap well, the it for us? And- the one thing that happened off the field that we should mention is Gabe Kapler was finally fired for the as the Phillies manager. I wonder it's going to be interesting now. Bryce Harper is supposed to be there thirteen years. I wonder how many managers he'll play for. Well, that's, that's a good question because from what ha- from what, from what I heard, the problem was the owner fired Gabe Kapler and the general manager and. Uh, the Andy president, who Randy McPhail, they voted to keep it. So the owner made a decision that his baseball people didn't want. Yeah. Well, you know, Kapler was being a little unconventional. I know I heard a lot of complaints from Phillies fans, so I don't really know. So I think we've got, let's just quickly run them down. Uh, of course, they won't be filled till during maybe between these series and the World Series or after the World Series. We have the Cubs. The Mets, the Phillies. Well, the hang Pirates. on, Chris. Well, let's go through these one at a time. And if I've heard anything, I'll tell you. So okay. the Cubs. All right, Cubs. The, the Cubs, yes. David Ross is in. Apparently, they're interviewing uh, Joe Girardi and Will Venable. Okay. The Mets? Uh, the Mets, Derek Shelton, they're going to interview. And they also want to interview Mike Bell, who is the brother of David Bell. Okay. And that makes him part of that Bell family. Isn't that everybody? Gus Bell and, and yep. Buddy yeah, Bell and everybody? Yes, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Okay. And and they talked to Joe Girardi too, didn't they? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Phillies had just fired him, so they probably haven't really gotten anybody in there yet. Have um, they? Buck Showalter says he's interested in that job. Okay. Uh, Pirates. The Pirates. Derek Shelton is a name that we've heard. Of course, we heard him in the Mets. Mike Bell is going to interview there, and those are the two that we've heard so far. And I've also heard Joey Cor- Joey Cora uh, Perry. I don't know if he's okay, Alex Joe, brother, Joey. Joey, yeah. of course, the brother of Alex Cora. Yeah. Yeah. San Diego. Uh, I have heard nothing about that one. The okay. only thing I the only thing I heard right after uh, right after they fired Andy Green was Mike Sosha was. Uh, going to be concerned. Oh, yeah. I did hear that. Yeah. San Francisco? Have heard nothing on San Francisco. No, nothing okay. yet. And uh, Kansas City? Nothing uh, on Kansas City. The only thing I've heard on Kansas City, Chris, is uh, uh, Mike Matheny may possibly get that job. Oh, okay. So, and I heard I hadn't heard. Oh, that and, the, the, heard. Uh, and the one we're leaving out is the Angels. And, oh, yeah. Of course, Joe, Joe Madden is considered the favorite, but apparently Artie Moreno was impressed by John Farrell, so we'll see who gets that job. Okay. For, uh, he, he wants Farrell on the bench? Uh, apparently, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are you yeah. talking about uh, John Farrell? Uh, or Fer- Farrell, yeah. For the Pacers of Red Sox manager. I, I always get his name wrong. I don't know why. I don't either, but it's because yeah. Farrell on the bench. I think it's because yeah. of Farrell on the bench. You're just, uh, he's your hero. Yeah. Okay, and then um, I, I heard, and I hadn't heard this around here, and I heard it on a sports show out of the blue. Dan Lovangie apparently was fired as the Red Sox pitching coach. I yes, didn't know they, that. They that did is, that a couple of days ago. That is correct. I, I have heard, Chris, that he may be up for the pitching coach job in Arizona. Well, that makes sense. They've, they've got, you know, uh, ties over there. The thing about it is that's like firing the, the hitting coach that you do. And, you, you know, you just uh, – it, it wasn't his fault that the people were hurt and they didn't have good years. I mean, there wasn't much he could do about that. He's the same pitching coach who led him to the, helped him to the World Series last year. So what does that tell you? Yeah. Okay. 
And uh, and we did have a, a, a death of a player. Sammy Taylor was 86 years old. He played for the Cubs from 58 through 62. Uh, and then the Mets, 62 and to 63, I guess he switched over. And then Cincinnati and Cleveland, also in 63. But the reason I bring him up, and he was like a catcher for the Cubs and the Mets, we always honor and mention when they die people who were part of great teams. But I think we need to mention somebody who was on a team with the Mets who won 40 and lost 120 games. I think it's only fair that when we talk about, the oh, this guy was a part of the 1954 Indians or something. If somebody was part of the wor- one of the worst teams of all time, you to say that, too. So, anyway. Okay. So, uh, when we last uh, left you, of course, we had the divisional series underway, and now they are not. But we'll run down what happened to get to the point we're at now. The Yankees on Monday night beat Minnesota 3 to nothing, which meant that uh, they won the series 3 nothing by beating Minnesota 5-1, to which meant they swept that series. So, the Twins' uh, losing streak in postseason of whatever, 15 or 16 games. It's 16 in a row, yes. Yeah, okay. And so then... We had Tampa Bay winning their two games in Tampa to uh, force a fifth game in Houston on Thursday night, but that was no contest as the Astros beat the Rays uh, 6-1. to one. So they moved on uh, to play the to face the Yankees. And then uh, also in the National League side of things in the Divisional Series, St. Louis, uh, there was, it was a really a good series till the last game. The, uh, the Cardinals were behind two games to one. They won in uh, ten innings. I think it was five to four on, mon- on Tuesday. And on, a Monday. Mon- on Monday. And Monday. And then Monday. they went back to Atlanta, scored ten runs in the first inning, and on their way to a 13 to one victory over the Braves. It was very quiet. They were, I don't think I even hear, oh, and one. Nope. They didn't even get to that. It was so bad. And then the, the game of the, uh, of, uh, the, the deciding game, certainly, of, the, uh, of these uh, series was the Washington Dodgers game. And I told the story on, uh, over on our other system where uh, I had gone to sleep. The Dodgers, I had to go to bed. And I had to get up and work the next day. They were behind uh, the three. The, the Nationals had threatened uh, and not scored. They were, were behind three to one after six and a half innings. And, uh, you know, they, they just looked like they weren't going to do it. Lo and behold, I wake up. And I asked Miss A what the score was. She tells me that the the uh, Washington beat the Dodgers seven to three, and that's because uh, what Howie Kendrick, former Dodger and former Angel, hit a grand slam home run in the tenth inning to win it for the Nationals. So they won uh, their first series as the Washington Nationals and moved into their first league championship series as the Washington Nationals. Last night, the Yankees uh, won their first game in their series seven nothing over Houston and scoreless now this is a big game tonight you know when you lose and the, you don't and the want to astros go behind. chris are leading one to nothing in the bottom of the second okay. i expect this series to go seven games i think they're I, very I evenly too. matched yep. teams you know and uh, we'll see and of course the astros uh, have verlander i think going tonight yes and, it's verlander uh, against paxton yep paxton yeah okay and then washington though continued uh, their streak and this is what Houston has done. This is what the Red Sox did last year in Washington. They have you look at the starting pitching. Yankees have the bullpen, but Washington has the starting pitching. You've got you've got Scherzer, you've got Strasburg, and you've got uh, San, uh, you know uh, San, uh, what's his name there? Anibal uh, Sanchez and Patrick uh, Corbin. Sanchez and, and, and they've got good starters. So on uh, Friday night they beat St. Louis two to nothing, and and that was uh, Sanchez Annabelle Sanchez uh, play, pitching a very good game. And they won yesterday three to one with Scherzer pitching a great game. So, you know, that's uh, that's pretty good. And uh, that's how you only, do it. Starting pitching is very important in the postseason. The only thing I wonder about this series as it goes deeper, Chris, is, is this. Will 
the Nationals having a very thin bullpen, will that come back to bite them as this series advances? It, it probably will at some point in a couple of these games, but they've got they you know they have won the two road games. This is and you know they're two nothing leads and they're two nothing leads in these best of sevens. And when you win the, the two road games to get the two nothing lead, but it, it isn't foolproof. The Red Sox did the same thing in '86 and lost to the Mets. So, it, but the chances of winning, I know they do all these cybermetrics on this stuff and go run them all through the computer. But when you win the two road games, I'm sure the chance of winning the series is like 90-something percent now uh, oh, for yeah. Washington. I'm just guessing. But, that, as I said, that didn't happen for the Red Sox in in, in 86, so uh, it's not foolproof. Now, of course, as, of course, as a Cubs fan, Chris, it will not surprise you that I, of course, am hoping the Nationals continue to win and just win the thing. Yeah, I'm not right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I yeah, and I'm kind of hoping for the uh, the Astros to beat the Yankees a little. A uh, Nationals Yankees series would be kind of interesting, and uh, you know, it, it, sort of an East Coast thing. But uh, you know, it give it give people in Washington something else to do, but in, in you know, investigate each other. That's correct. Okay, and, so uh, it's time and, for college football. And, yeah, it is, and we had an upset yesterday, and I think probably the biggest game. Uh, yesterday, Sean, was the South Carolina win over Georgia in double overtime. Oh, man. And Georgia was trying to come back, but they, I mean, they just couldn't. It went down. So, you know, South Carolina, I mean, just the average team pulled it out over the dogs. Now, Georgia, of course, they have a little bit of an easy road because they're in the East. And, you know, another game is Florida went down to LSU. So that means they have a loss, so Georgia could win the East very easily, get into that championship game against LSU or Alabama, you know, and possibly still get into the playoffs. But and remember, they, Georgia and Florida play one another coming up, and LSU and Alabama also play. Yep, and then the, a week later, LSU and Alabama play. And we had you know other games, of course. Texas Oklahoma, the big the big game, it lived up to its name. Although Oklahoma led throughout pretty much, they led the whole game. Texas battled. There were, I mean, there was a lot of flags on both sides. There was a fight before the game. Both teams were told that if either one did anything, they would they would be ejected. Whatever player did something, they would be ejected. There was an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty before they even came out on the field on both teams. That's the spirit we like to see. Yeah, well, we have, I mean, we had a fight. What was it? A couple of years ago, we had a fight just before an NFL game one time. I can't remember who yeah. they were. Well, no, remember they, was, a, yeah, but that's different than this. This is just there's always fights before this game. There's, there's always, uh-huh. but this one got so intense and it just went. And then of course you had Iowa, you know, Penn State taking down Iowa. Notre Dame oh, hanging up, barely hanging up against USC. Right, that was a good one. And Florida Alabama beat A and M forty-seven twenty-eight. So that sounds like game. And it was closer. A of a battle, you know what? You know? It was closer throughout most of that game. It was closer than forty-seven twenty-eight. Honestly, I will mm-hmm. tell you, it was it was a lot closer than the score. Uh, I was real surprised by it that A and M hung in there. Like I said, and then you know it was real. Now this week we don't have a lot of. Major games. I mean, Ohio State's got no Northwestern, uh, Michigan, Penn State could be interesting. Uh, yep. that, could, that that could be interesting, but not, not Alabama, Tennessee. It's a rivalry game. They always play right. that third Saturday of October. So yep. that's a big, now, a big rivalry I was, game. I suspect I Alabama guys, will win it pretty handily, though. 
I was telling win you, handily, but you know. Yeah, I was telling you guys uh, before uh, that I was listening uh, briefly this morning to John Kincaid on CBS Sports Radio. He ran down nine teams that he thinks are still in the mix. He thinks everybody else is out. He's saying, he's saying these teams can even get there with one loss, depending if they can win their conference or whatever. Uh, so he's, he's mentioning Clemson, of course, Alabama, uh, Oklahoma, Ohio State. Wisconsin, because they're going to meet each other later. So what he's saying is that's, one of those that's teams. That's correct. Yes. That's you know, and one of those teams could be undefeated going in or, or even meet in the conference. You know, they're in different divisions, aren't they? They Wisconsin are, yes. Ohio, Ohio, yes, Ohio so State's East, the, Wisconsin's the West. Right. They might meet, yes. meet twice. But anyway, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Georgia, even with that one loss, because they could win, uh, still win the SEC championship, and with one loss, an SEC champion's going to get in. Florida, same thing. They've got a loss, and uh, they uh, they could win uh, same way as Georgia could. Alabama, of course. LSU, uh, you know, because they're still undefeated. And Auburn, he said, because, again, they've got the same path. They've got one loss, but if they win all their games, they could they would be the SEC champions. Well, Notre Dame, Notre Dame still has... Right. He doesn't think Notre Dame can do it because he says they don't have the what you guys said that their schedule. Yeah, they don't have it. They don't. They don't play anybody else. Right. Because all those other people are going to, other than Oklahoma and Clemson, everybody else is going to play one of the more of those teams in their conference: Ohio State, Wisconsin, Auburn, Alabama, and all that. You know, you're going to have, and that'll uh, beef, beef up their resumes a little bit. So Oklahoma and Clemson have the easiest path to get in. Yeah. And and the thing is, Notre Dame, what probably where he's looking to hurt them, they struggled against USC. I mean, Virginia, you know, they got Virginia Tech, they got a few others, but nothing really that stands out. And they don't and, have and they don't have a championship game where they can help themselves. That's the other thing. That's yeah. what he said. That was the main thing, that they get to that point. They've still got the one loss, but then a couple of these teams, the Big Ten, the SEC win, Oklahoma's there, Clemson's there already, and they're the fifth or sixth guy, you know, on the, on the, well, on the, and here's, on the block. Here's the thing that could hurt, though. Here's the thing that could hurt Oklahoma. They have an easy path, but they get to the championship game. Let's say they have a rematch against Texas. These two teams last year, Texas beat Oklahoma regular season. Oklahoma turned around, won the championship. Texas will not get to the playoff, obviously, but it could hurt Oklahoma from getting, keep them from getting. Oh yeah, they'd love that. They would love that. Yeah. So I think we got enough time to do the NBA and China, Sean. Oh boy! All right. Well, a lot more. As you know, last week, last week we uh, talked about Daryl Morey's tweet where he said. He supported Hong Kong, and he since deleted it. Tillman Fertitta apologized, of course. Then later on, Monday, as this came out, James Harden even said, hey, I apologize. The NBA came out and said, hey, we're sorry for what... But then the NBA kind of backtracked. Adam Silver said, you know, we're a a league that supports uh, freedom of speech, although we also want, you know, to work with our partners... And, you know, it got China, what they did, they pulled all Rockets games from television in China. Then they started pulling all NBA preseason games. Certain games got canceled. A number of games got canceled over there because of this. Uh, China has, and they have half a million, half a billion people that watched the NBA over there, they just signed a $1.5 billion TV deal with the Chinese state-owned TV 
And it's a $4 billion, what they make off merchandising and everything over there with China on all of this, just based on a small tweet that in this country would be nothing. But over there, and like someone pointed out, you know, who, uh, may, you know, our friend Main Reason pointed out, uh, no telling what the Chinese people think is going on in Hong Kong, and no telling what they oh, he, the Chinese government, the Chinese Basketball Association is saying they're not going to back down until... Gerald Morey is reprimanded or suspended or even fired. But this could get well, really you ugly. You think this and will die he, down once they get the players and everybody out? You know, you don't want them imprisoned or something. Get everybody out of China, have that all in, and then maybe it'll just sort of die a might, natural death. But here's the, here's the other thing. The NBA is preparing. They could take, if China backs out of this deal, they're preparing that they could the salary cap could drop ten to fifteen percent, which I I will say right up. I agree with him on what he said, but yeah. I also understand the business decision with China. But you know, if the end, you know, I I agree. It's like, hey, you're messing up our business. Now, here's the other part: ESPN on their end, of course, being the what we all know about ESPN. They commented, they went out and they even said, oh, we don't want anybody making any political statements on China. So ESPN is being their usual turd self. Yeah, well, you know, you know I, I guess what gets me, and of course we're we're coming up on the clock here, but what gets right. me is these players and, and you know, they're, when, when, they, when they don't agree oh, with yeah. somebody over here, they're very quick to point it out. And then if they get over there, and they're silent as as can be. I mean, if you're to me, if you're going to say it one place, you should say it over there. Like Chris Russo right. said, like Chris Russo said the other day, he said, you're, you're criticize our politicians. He said, no politician over here has ever called in tanks on civilians. Right. Nope. Now, now, I get that they could put the, the players in danger. I, but at least wait when they come back over here and get them out of there. Then, then say, you know, if you want, if you're worried about player safety, but still, you know, it's just, you are right. I mean, they they criticize. I mean, Popovich, Kerr, all the LeBron James have always been outspoken against you know stuff. But you know, you know what though, you know what though, Sean, I am I am very worried that if we don't let you start telling us about how you can listen and you can kind of take your time, we have about a minute and twenty seconds. I'm very worried that we won't get that in if we don't start. That's right. Oh, I know. But everybody everybody wants to know the, Chinese, the Chinese government, the Chinese government will censor us. They will because yeah, they, they they're just their favorite part of the show. Actually, they listen. Oh, to this they, part. they don't listen yeah, to the first fifty-eight minutes. Yes, yeah. they are trying. They are trying to buy the legend. I heard. But anyway, they, they, yeah. Oh, I think so. That's true. Bill, Bill, yeah, Bill, you, can, Bill you can make big bucks off of that one minute. That's right. Hey, hey we're gone. <laughs> yeah, he can. He can be part of the uh, trade war. We better not let anybody know there might be a president who might tweet about it tomorrow. There you so. go. 50, right. Fifty seconds, but, Sean. Go ahead. All right, but anyway, you can always listen to this. If you want to come back and hear it again, you can download the podcast by going to legendoldies.com or typing in Worldwide Space Legend in your podcatcher and then selecting Sports Lounge Live. Also, you can listen on your smart device by saying play Legend Oldies podcast and then next until you get to Sports Lounge Live or 773 773- 572-7715 is where you hear the Sports Lounge. Also, 
572-3137 for All Things Radio, and 773-572-6353 for the Coffee Club. So we will come back next week, and hopefully we will we'll be setting up for the World Series. We'll be close. We, we will be setting up for the World Series next week. No, no, there might be. Yeah, we might not up. because... Uh, we, I no, think we'll we have close. a game Sunday. Close. We'll be close. Yeah, we'll have a game Sunday. Yeah. Right. But anyway, huh? so see you next week.